I have found that people can often be divided when it comes to Mary, the mother of Jesus. There are those for whom Mary plays a large role in their spirituality. And there are those, often from the Reformed tradition, who shy away from Mary. However, when praying over the Gospel stories, very many of the second group of people have found Mary, as she is presented in Scripture, is an attractive and down-to-earth figure with whom it is easy to identify and who speaks to us through the ages. We have here the very human mother of Jesus from Scripture. Imagine how you might have felt if you had been in her situation. Notice how she reacted to the various strange, painful, and confusing events of her life. What echoes do these events have in your own life? We are spending today with Mary, the mother of Jesus. She was known as the woman from Nazareth. Three centuries later, Mary would be called Theotokos, God-bearer or mother of God. In the mystery of the Annunciation, she has a dialogue with the angel Gabriel. After that, we hear Mary speak only on two occasions. One, when Jesus is found in the temple. The second, at the wedding feast at Cana. Although not found in any of the Gospels, one popular oral tradition tells us that the parents of Mary were Joachim and Anna. They had a simple house just outside the present old city of Jerusalem, close to Herod's gate. Today, if you walk along the Via Dolorosa, close to the second station, you will see a sign which reads, Mary lived here. Scripture scholar Father Bargil Pixner tells us that as a girl, Mary would help out in the temple. She would clean the linen, she would sweep and clean the various rooms where Jews would meet either for prayers or simply to discuss the Torah and tradition. As she entered the sacred space, she would remember the stories of her ancestors. She had come from the line of David. She would remember the Exodus story that preceded King David and his reign. According to tradition, as soon as she reached puberty, Mary would stop working in the temple courtyard and porticos. Again, according to tradition, she would be given in marriage. Her father Joachim most likely accompanied her to Nazareth in the north. Father Pixner tells us that Joseph, to whom she was betrothed, was a widower. Although not mentioned in the Gospel, Joseph had four sons. These would be the half-brothers of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 46, we read that the brothers of Jesus were James and Joseph, Simon and Jude. If you visit Nazareth today, you will come across what is called Mary's Spring. It is not far from the Basilica of the Annunciation. Tradition has it that it was here 
while at that well that Mary encountered the angel Gabriel. Mary is told that she is to have a son. His name will be Jesus. He will be the Son of the Most High. Father John Berteo talked about the Annunciation in week one of our retreat, so I will not go into detail. However, it is worthwhile to further contemplate on Mary's response. Let it be done to me according to your word. The story of the Annunciation is told only after Jesus' earthly life was over. It is told after his teaching, his miracles, his suffering, death and resurrection. So we are not certain what Mary understood when she said, let it be with me according to your word. Next week, we will celebrate Christmas Day and we will hear the story of Mary's encounter with the shepherds who will tell her the message they had received from the angel about her newborn child. We are told that all who heard their story were amazed, but that Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. We find that Mary stands as a disciple who learns. As we contemplate Mary in the mysteries of the Annunciation, the Visitation, and the Nativity, we find a woman ready to trust in God, unlike her ancestors in the Sinai of the Exodus. They had hardened their hearts at Meribah and Massa. Yet Mary was willing to trust in the word of God given to her by the angel Gabriel. Mary would give credit where credit is due. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. Tomorrow we will explore the other person present at the visitation, but one we don't often think about in the context of this story, John the Baptist. <laughs>